Welcome back to Between the Lines. I'm here with my co-host Jaden sitting right in front of me. How you doing today? I was doing good until this dude showed me something I did not want to see. What so happened? yesterday, I was having a great marvelous day, you know. <laughs> marvelous. I had my food. I went to work. I came back home and <laughs> this dude pulls up his TikTok, shows me the Strange Addictions video. If you guys ever seen that, it's like people hoarding toilet paper or something. Well, this one, this lady drinks her own urine. She <laughs> bathes with it. She uses it as face wash in the worst one where I almost puked in my mouth. She injects it into her eye. Yeah. I don't even inject water in my <laughs> Why? Because it hurts your eye. Even water in your eye hurts, especially if you have contacts. If she was related to me, I'd disown her. What's <laughs> wrong with you? Well... Other than that, how's your day going today? It's been marvelous until you show me another TikTok video. What'd I show you? I don't know. No, I'm saying until you show oh, until me. Until I another. show you another one? Yeah. Yeah, I got a couple in the in the liked file. So <laughs> Um, yeah, today we're just gonna go over recent games yesterday. Lakers played the T Wolves, that was a really good game. Hawks played the Heat, not so great of a game. We'll get into those. Then we're going to talk about what the teams need to do tonight to advance into the play-in to play another game. And we'll go into some NFL talk because there's been some recent news that has came out. We'll get into that, and then we'll talk about Zion and what's going on with the Pelicans with his injury status. So just to start, let's talk about the games last night. Let's start with the Heat Hawks. Wow, the Heat looked horrible. So I didn't watch this, but I was just scrolling through Twitter, seeing what people were saying. Apparently, this was the worst crowd they've ever seen. Is that true? At Miami? Like, yeah, there was no atmosphere. I don't see how there no could fans. have been. I mean, there, yeah, it just it looked dead. Like no one pulled up? Yeah. It's like they thought they just had it in the bag, so they weren't even worried about that. They were just worried about playoffs. That's crazy. Yeah, um, the Heat just... They could not have played any worse. I mean, Jimmy Butler, I had said how much of a different player he is come playoff time. He was horrible yesterday. You see someone asked him about that in an interview. He was like, I see playoff Jimmy's activated. He was like, no, that's not a thing. And he seemed kind of mad about it. Why? <laughs> that's totally a thing. The dude doesn't even try in the regular season. Um, But, yeah, he went 6 of 19. and Thank you. Yeah, he just didn't – he was not playing very good. Bam didn't play very good, only 12 points. Their shooters were horrible. Their defense was horrible, which is not – you're not used to that with a, a Miami team ran by Spoltra, especially come playoff time. But what stood out to me was rebounding. I mean, I've never seen that Heat team get outboarded so much in the whole season until last night. It was – it was unbelievable. They gave the Hawks so many second chance points, and the Hawks have a good offense. So if you're going to give that team second chance points, it's going to bite you in the ass. So and it did because now they're going to have to play the winner of the Raptors Bulls, and they, the pressure is on. If that team doesn't make the damn playoffs, that's so pathetic. Those are all. Those are also really good rebounding teams. Yeah, and the funny thing is for the Raptors, they have to go through. DeMar DeRozan or Kyle Lowry to get to the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> They're two franchise corners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But let's get into the good one. The Lakers Timberwolves, man. 
LeBron, dude, he ain't even 35. Let's be real. He ain't playing like it. LeBron, dude, you mean Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. Yo, that when, the when they posed on, on the sideline, Schroeder's like looking at the Timberwolves bench like, yeah. Oh, that was so far. No, and then what I was laughing at is LeBron did it after. Yeah, and he's, he's just, just standing, standing there, just paused. LeBron is an interesting character. Remember when <laughs> Wendell Carter lost his glasses? And he put, and them, on. put them on? <laughs> and he was looking like, what? He had to be high, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, LeBron played very good. Anthony Davis. Dude. Anthony Davis played solid. Um, Austin Reeves didn't play that good. It's kind of surprising. Did he start? Um, I don't think he started because I'm pretty sure Schroeder starts. Uh, or no. Yeah, he did start. Interesting. Yeah, he didn't have the greatest game, but D'Lo, revenge game, did not show out. He had a horrible game. He was 1-9. They got He got taken out in the fourth. Most of the fourth didn't play overtime. And uh, you know his nickname, D-Loading. D-Loading. <laughs> People are saying he's still loading. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Lakers came back from a 15-point deficit thanks to LeBron. Jared Vanderbilt was a big... Him and AD were locking up Cat um, after a hot start from Cat. And the Timberwolves just looked in shambles in that fourth quarter. Cat couldn't do anything. He was struggling with foul issues. Anthony Edwards' shot just isn't falling right now. Past three games, his shot has just not been falling. He's played very well on the defensive side of the ball, though, and he's getting bored, so. He's doing everything else besides putting the ball in the basket. But, I mean, 3 of 17. You're not going to win a game when your star is playing, shooting 3 of 17. That's horrible. He did bang up his shoulder during that game, so I'm wondering if that affected it a little bit. He, him and um, Wenyan Gabriel, I think, or Rui Hachimura, one of them, they, like, collided shoulders. Oh, really? And he had to get it taped up, but he went back in. Yeah, that game was just insane. Lakers come, tie it up, and then LeBron drives, kicks it to Schroeder for a three, knocks it down. They do that pose, and then you're like, oh, that's game. Well, AD decides to foul Mike Conley on a three-point shot. Conley knocks down all three free throws in the clutch when he hadn't even shot a free throw the whole game. Looking like Kyle Guy. <laughs> yeah, and that first free throw, oh, that was a, that was close. That one almost went out. Um, but yeah, then it went to overtime, and it was it was Lakers for majority of it. But the Timberwolves actually ended up getting a couple steals at the end, and Torian Prince had a chance to tie it up, but just couldn't hit it. Which is he was hot most of the game, so you can't hit it. You can just get a rebound. The shot just doesn't. <laughs> sometimes the shot just doesn't fall. Anthony Davis got to be more aware. There was point one second on the clock. Yeah, foul out there. Yeah, LeBron said he had a brain fart and ruined <laughs> ruined Schroeder's yeah. game winner. I was watching that interview. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, that was a good game though. That was a very good game. That's that's playoff basketball right there. You yeah. love to see that. So to get into the games tonight, we got the Thunder versus the Pelicans in a nine ten matchup, and then the Bulls and the Raptors in a nine ten matchup. Which game do you want to start off with? Let's go with the Bulls real quick. All right, Bulls-Raptors, what do you think the Bulls need to do to come out victorious in this game? What do you think is going to be the main key? Um, They have to lock down on the defensive side. I think 
they're one of their biggest problems is three point shooting. Yep. They're gonna have to hit some eventually. The only thing is that is a problem, but the Raptors have a big issue with three point shooting as well. So it could just cancel out. Yeah, but I trust the Raptors players to hit more threes. Yeah. It's just like Levine and Kobe White. Yeah. The uh these are two really good defensive teams since All Star Break. I think the Raptors are fourth and the Bulls are third in defensive efficiency. So it could just be a dogfight all game. And I mean I would be I'd be down for that. Just a Rosen being a mid range specialist the whole game. Pascal Siakam doing his normal spin move that works every time for some reason. Is it in Toronto? Um, yes, it is in Toronto. I think the Bulls' main key is they need to limit, um, I think, Gary Trent, actually, because he get he can get hot out of nowhere, and if he starts shooting lights out from three, that could be a big issue for the Bulls. So I think the X factor for the Raptors could be Gary Trent, and at the same time, if they can lock down Gary Trent, I think the Bulls will be in really good shape. I agree with that. If I had to pick an X factor, I'd probably say Scotty Barnes. Yeah. Seems like when he's hot, they always win. When he's cold, can't really do stuff. He, they're going to be like, or he's going to be the piece that they're going to want to build around. They have him for contract under the longest. And then also, the Bulls need to get rebounds with this team. The Raptors, a lot of lengthy players. Good yep. rebounding team. Very good. Yep. I, I actually really like that. Yeah. Scotty Barnes could be a big X factor, especially with the way he plays on the defense side of the ball. If he can carry that same mentality on the offense side of the ball, it could it could really cause some problems for the Bulls. Have you seen him commentate his own highlights? No. That would probably be funny as hell though. He was on uh Twitch streaming and they were watching his highlights from his rookie year. It was his rookie year. Yeah. And he he was like, oh, yeah, between Scotty. Oh, yeah, Scotty for three. <laughs> He's talking in the third person. <laughs> oh, yeah, Scotty. Oh, that's funny. That's <laughs> good. Whatever, dude. But let's get to the game. We all want to hear from the Pelicans fan. Are you nervous? Hell, yeah, I'm nervous. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you shaking Man, dude, boots. every game with the Thunder's a... Uh... It's a dogfight. I mean, honestly, like we've won three out of the four, but we've won by they have a uh, they have a higher point differential margin than we do, and we've won three out of the four because they just blew us out in the fourth game, and we've only won by the most points. I think was four, in all three of our wins, the most was four. So it's going to be a tough matchup. Thunder's a completely different team though that right now because Kendrick Williams, he's usually really big off the bench. He's injured. Poku, seven footer who can knock down three ball. He's injured, and Jalen Williams. I don't know how much he can contain Jonas. Which one? <laughs> the center, one from Arkansas. Um, yeah, I think what the Pell's biggest not issue, but I think they just need to stop um, Shea from getting to the line. So send doubles at him. That's tough. Do whatever you can to not leave Herb on an island. Even though Herb is one of the best defenders, it's an offense fucking league. So, um, and Shea leads the league in rim, uh, like touches at the rim. So he lead, he's second in free throws for a reason. 
but yeah, you can't let him go to the line 12, 13 times this game. That that'll be that will not be accept, acceptable. Um, that'll be a big issue. I think the Pels, if they get the if they limit the turnovers, they're going to be fine because they're one of the best defenses when they can set up their defense. But when they're getting back in transition, they're horrible. So if they limit the turnovers, they play smart basketball, they should be able to win this game. They have the size, and that's going to be a big issue for the Thunder because they're the way the Thunder play is they crash the they crash the paint and they uh, crowd the paint. So Trey Murphy is going to be open for a lot of threes just because of uh, miscommunication on switches because that's how they do it. They crowd the paint, then they expect their wings to fly out and everyone to keep switching. Yeah. So a little bit of miscommunication leaves a 43 or 41% three-point shooter wide open for a three. More than likely, going to knock it down. So, yeah, I think Trey Murphy is going to be a big difference, but I think Jonas is the X factor out of this game because Jalen Williams is their only only center. No one, if he gets him in foul trouble, big issues for the Thunder. And this this could be Jonas's coming out party. Like, just drop a 20-20. He's done it before. Do it again. I mean, if, if there's that'd any game nice. he can do it, it's this game. Yeah, that'd be very So, nice. I think feed feed Jonas in the paint and uh, let it go from there. And I think this should be good. Now, on the Thunder side of the ball, how they can get the win is like I just said before. Except, I need Shea needs to get to the line, probably nine nine plus free throws. I think he needs to have, and then uh, the perimeter shooters have to knock down threes, because you got a lot of inconsistent shooters. You got Lou Dort, you got um, Josh Giddy, not very consistent shooters. Isaiah Joe's the most consistent, and he's kind of been on a downslide past couple games. He had a really bad March. Because he was shooting like 45% before that. And I think he's only down to 40 now. Um, so, yeah, it all depends on the three-point shooting, I think. I think whoever has the most three shots made um, is going to win this game. Thanks, sir. Yep. How would you feel against the Timberwolves if you were to win? The way Ant's playing right now, probably pretty good. I mean... But I don't think Ant's going to continue to play like this. We, we've we also had very close games with the Timberwolves every single game. So it's playoff basketball. It's going to be interesting. Let's backtrack a little bit. We probably all think the Celtics are going to sweep the Hawks or just beat the Hawks. Yeah, I was hoping whatever. the Heat made it because I don't think the Hawks have any shot against Celtics. You think the Heat did? I think they had a better fighting chance, yeah. Well, I was going to say um, with the Lakers and Grizzlies, what do you think about that? think the Lakers can win? Man, the way they've been playing, I don't know. They have the ability, like they have the players to to win that series for sure because like I said, Jaron Jackson, their best defender, he tends to get in foul trouble when playoff time comes. And AD, he's not an easy an easy guard. So Jaron gets, gets in foul trouble. Who are they going to put on AD? I mean, honestly, Clark's out. He's a, he's out for the year. Steven Adams was out for the playoffs. And Jaron Jackson, if he gets in foul trouble, they're going to have a big issue. Oh, yeah. who's So does he run the five? Jaron? Who's their four then? Or who's the other center with them? <laughs> yeah, but Kenny Lofton. <laughs> <First playoff laughs> Dude's game. a bucket. 
Um, I was going to say Jaron is like licking his chops against Vanderbilt if when AD's out because Vanderbilt's offense is not the greatest. He's kind of a liability. Oh, no, yeah. But not on the defense side, but I thought you were talking on defensive side. No, they're, they're insane. Like AD and Vanderbilt on defense, yeah. but they showed you gotta what like, they could do last night because they, they had like six straight stops on, uh, on Cat. Yeah, but teams that are smart are going to exploit him on the offensive side of the ball. They're going to leave him open. He can't really do anything. Yeah. And that's something you have to watch. Yeah, that's why Rui could be getting more time because Rui has a better offensive game and he's still a good defender. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I will not be surprised if the Lakers come out of that. I think so. Yep. They need this series a lot more than the Grizzlies do. The Grizzlies can afford this. They're so young. Yeah. The Lakers time is running out. Very limited. Yep. So, I would have to agree with that. You wanted to get in Zion though? Yeah. Um so Zion basically came out and this is his first time talking to the media since his hamstring injury. And I got the quote if you want. Yeah, pull it up. So Zion on when he feels ready to play. This is his words. He said physically I'm fine. Now it's just a matter of when I feel like Zion. I understand the magnitude of these games coming up, and I don't want to be out there hesitating or doing something that may affect my team in a bad way. What do you mean, brother? I mean, I get it because B.I. said the exact same thing, and it makes sense. Like, there's when he has that injury, he doesn't want to hesitate. When like, Because you've seen him do that spin move that works every time. He was saying how he's hesitant to do certain moves. I guarantee you, like, that's possibly one of them. And if you're hesitant, you can lose the ball easily. You can make the wrong move. You're in your head almost, and you can't be in your head when you're playing basketball. So I get it. But at, the, play, but at the same time, 75% of Zion is better than 100% of anyone off the Pelicans bench. Yeah. So give him 20. Be a decoy at this point. Literally just sit in the paint, be a decoy. They're going to double you. You're Zion Williamson. They're going to double you. And then that gives us a better opportunity to get wide open shooters, no matter what, even if you're not even scoring. So just be a decoy. Give us 20 minutes off the bench. Zion in my Madden career had the exact same projection. Play for half the season and then dip. <laughs> I buy Madden and like whenever it drops and then play to like December. Uh, and then I'm done. Well, that's because we usually end up playing mutt squads, and that's what ruins the game. No, but like even grinding, I yeah. I don't remember the last time I played past the new year, and I think actually this like a make or break year for Madden. For yeah, sure. I mean that one year, um, it was me, you, and Mike playing that game. Mike sold, bro. Dude, dude, I'll Mike never sold. forget that. This dude should have just ran it in, and said he decided to kneel and waste the time. I think it was the opposite way. Or, or did he score? Yeah, he shouldn't oh, have yeah. scored. Yeah, and we could have just kneeled and won the game. No, and I ran, um, what's it called? Man three deep. Yeah. Three deep man, whatever. I didn't think he, he did, scored. so I was so pissed at you. I'm like, how the hell do you not run that? No. But then when I saw it, I was like, okay, yeah, you did run it. He still scored. And he still scored. <laughs> Never playing Madden again. I'm yeah. NCAA to come out. Yeah, we, uh, we stopped playing after that game. But, yeah, that's my... That's all I really have to say about Zion. Like, just play, dude. 
I don't care if you're 75%. I guess it's a mental thing at this point, which I get at the same time, but come on, just give us 20 minutes. That's all we need. We talked about this a little bit off the pod, and I want to speak on it now because I was totally shocked when you said this. You said you wanted the team to trade Zion. I'm open to it. There's no reason. I love Zion. Loved him coming out of college, and when we drafted him, it was one of the most exciting like days. Um, what was but, the day? Huh? What was the day? It was sometime in June. Wow. It was sometime <laughs> in June. Um, oh, really? Yeah. But uh, I was actually at a baseball game, and it was me and Mike, and this is when we were in high school, I believe. Yeah, it was high school. Yeah, it was 2019. Yeah. Um, Mike put Zion on his screensaver because he <laughs> thought, like, that would make him get it. And we had, like, a 0.2% chance to get the first overall pick. I was like, you know what? I'll throw Zion on my screensaver. And we went to a, <laughs> we went to a game, and Mike pulls out his phone. He's like, oh, my God, we got the fucking seventh pick. Like, the they Bulls always, bulls get, the always get the seventh pick. pick. I'm like, oh, what'd we get? And then I see on the top, breaking news, New Orleans Pelicans get the first overall pick. I was so hyped. Dude, you're so lucky. <laughs> I hope that happens to the Blazers this year. Yeah. We have a 10.5% chance. That's going to be a number of the day. <laughs> Wake up and write that number yeah. for Victor. But, yeah, I mean, if he's not going to play, this is such a good Pelicans team when he's on the court to a point like if they trade and got some good assets – this is a top team in the West because they're already good enough without him. Like, they're able to make – they were if they went the whole season without him, I truly think they still could have made the plan. But he makes such a big difference. So if he's not even going to play, you possibly trade him. But at the same time, I still want to give him some time. Look at Embiid. He was out for, what, three years with injuries? So – and and now he's going to be the MVP. So, I don't know. I want to give him a little bit more time, but I would be definitely open to a good trade. Would you do Zion for Bam in a package for evolving picks around that, but Bam's the centerpiece? I would possibly do it because I think that's Bam's like one of the perfect pieces that the Pelicans could use. They need a rim-protecting center, a good defensive center. And you could honestly play Bam at the four. Would you do Zion in a package revolving around OG and Anobi? No. It would have to be a, a big player. Would you do Zion involving a package with like picks surrounding Trey Young? Trey Young and picks? Yeah. I would think like about that because Pels needs a true point guard. I love CJ, but he just can't run the point guard spot. Imagine if that happened, because you hate Trey Young. Yeah. But that would be a perfect fit. Yeah, and but, uh, we've but at, been the, seeing, at the same time, CJ and uh, Trey Young. I think CJ would be gone. That's true. I think, because we've been seeing recently, what do you say about the trade rumors? He, he said, said maybe, uh, maybe they're true, maybe they aren't. Yeah. Uh, that's not promising. Yeah, for Hawks, <laughs> that means usually a player won't say that if uh, if they're not true. Right. It'd have to stick with DeJounte, but yeah, I just wanted to throw some possible scenarios out there. Yeah, I would definitely be uh, able to look into it for sure, but I want to give him some time still because he's still one of my favorite players coming out of college. 
anything else we got over NBA? I don't think so. You want to get into some NFL news? Yeah, so let's talk about it real quick. Odell Beckham Jr. signed Ooh, a whopping yeah. massive contract. Fifteen mil, one year, fifteen mil guaranteed to the Ravens, up to eighteen million dollars. Why aren't they paying Lamar? Dude, this was unbelievable. Nate was sending because he was possibly going to go to the Jets, and Nate sent that uh, update. He was like, "Yeah, I'm good on that." Eighteen mil? Are you? You're basically paying him for his name at this point. He's injury prone. He averaged forty three yards. Uh. 43 yards a game last year, and the year before that, he averaged like 48 yards a game. You're paying for a name at this point, if you think about it. The name OBJ is just a big name. Right. At least go out and pay like D-Hop, who you know you're going to get actual value out of. They've had so many opportunities with receivers. It's annoying. Yeah, that was just complete overpay. That I was laughing. That's such a Ravens move. And you can see it's something. Maybe it's the culture because Hollywood Brown wanted out. And yeah. Some wide receivers obviously don't want to play for them if they're not going there in free agency. But yeah, that was insane. We also had worst uh, team in the AFC North. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> also got Devin White requesting a trade. Did you see that? Omar, Omar Khan, do your thing. Go get him. So this we need a linebacker. He'd have his fifth year option coming up. So it's smart for the Bucks if they trade him because they're just gonna lose him. Yeah. So unless he can mend the relationship somehow, but they're about to lose Levante. They'll lose him unless they can get something out of it. And then Greg Newsom also requested a trade, kind of random, but yeah. very good young corner. I would definitely take that. Dude, people requesting trades before draft season. Yep. I can't wait, though. We also had the Jeff Okuda trade. Did you see that? Yeah, that was wild. For a fifth-round pick, I think. Dude, was a top, what, three pick, or was he four? He was the third pick. Yeah, top three pick being traded for a fifth. That's wild. It reminds me of the C.J. Henderson trade to the Panthers. Yeah, pretty Although much. The Panthers gave up a third-round pick. And they got a fifth-round pick. But it's good to take chances on, like, young players like this. He's He actually shown flashes last year. Especially one with who had top three pick upside. So, I mean, I there's no loss for the Falcons here. That was a straight dub. The only loss is that it, he's a free agent soon, so you either have him, like, for a rental or you have to pay him a lot, and I wouldn't really want to pay him. Yeah, but it's it all just risk. depends on this year, I think. It's a risk we're taking for sure. He, and he doesn't have to be put in that number one spot because AJ Terrell. Yeah. So that would be good. You're I a Panthers do wanna... fan. You hate the Falcons. So oh, how are you feeling about that? That's fine. I ain't worried. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to run over something with you real quick. The Steelers actually called the Bears inquiring about their pick the other day. There's been rumors. No, they actually did call them. But there's been rumors that they would trade up just like they trade up with the Broncos a couple years back. What pick is it, the eighth? The Bears have the ninth pick. You guys have 17, 17. I think. I would think you want to go up to nine? And if you did, what players are you looking to target? Joey Porter or Peter Skaronsky. You'd probably get those dudes at 17. 
I don't know if Peter would go at 17. I think he'd be gone by then. Yeah, he might not. But with the corner class, it's so loaded. You could get any of them, honestly, if you want a corner. Yeah. And then you basically have two first-round picks. So if you want to go another tackle, I wouldn't really trade up to nine. There's a possibility we go Jordan Addison if he falls to the last pick in the first round. Well, first pick in the second round, technically. But Do you want to trade up to nine? No, just because I would rather get Joey Porter, and like you said, I think he could fall to 17. However, if they're like, if they looking in, they're like, okay, this team actually wants to take Joey Porter, we got to move up. Then I probably would want to because I want Joey Porter really bad. We need a cornerback. We just lost William Jackson. Um, we lost Cam Sutton. So right now we have Witherspoon. So Okay. And then Peterson. So, like, every year our cornerbacks are a big issue. We got to address it now because this is a stacked cornerback class. Yeah, now you got to guard Odell twice a year. I'm, I'm good on that. I ain't worried about that. Okay, Rashad Bateman. That dude will bang knees with one of our cornerbacks, and he's out for the year. Pro Bowl QB finally got his run receiver, too. Let's go. <laughs> Tyler Huntley. Jesus. Should, should have been Kenny Pickett over him. Honestly, dude. But, yeah, let's, you got anything else for NFL housekeeping? Nope, I don't think so. Okay, really quick, I'll just go over this since there's a baseball in our Instagram bio. Talk about MOB a little bit. The Rays can't lose, apparently, 11 uh, I don't know yeah. how much you've been keeping up with MOB. Uh, a little bit, actually, because uh, Pirates were actually solid. For the first time in uh, God knows how long. And then no Neil Cruz breaks his ankle. Yeah, four to six months, was it? Yep. That's tough. But, yeah, back to the Rays. They should be, like, 10-1 and one or whatever because they beat the Red Sox 1-0. The Red Sox had bases loaded in, like, 7th or 8th, and they couldn't get a hit. Yeah, and then Brandon Lowe had a basically a, not a walk-off, but, like, the game-winning hit. Yeah. Looks like if you guys didn't see my tier list on our Instagram between the lines, I had the A's and the Tigers and I think the Royals in the bottom tiers. No, the Reds, sorry. And the A's and Tigers have the two worst records. Hey. Only 10 games in. Yeah. <laughs> but Here's somehow. a little early a trivia question. Um, who are the two teams that have the – best win record at the start of the season at 13 and 0 two teams like in history yep i have no idea <laughs> no clue just guess um yankees nope blue jays nope cubs nope let me keep going or what i'll give you one more guess Braves. nope the uh brewers and the braves Interesting. They're both 13 to start off. So, yeah. Not too much MLB. We don't, we don't know that much MLB, so we'll never go, like, in-depth about it. But um, do you want to get to hot take of the day? Yeah, let's do it. Go ahead. All right. So my hot take of the day is that Anthony Edwards will be the best two-way guard in the NBA. When? Uh, I'll say two years. Just on the T Wolves. 
I hope not. I hope not. Yeah, <laughs> get him, get his ass out of there. Um, there you go. His defense is unbelievable, and it's really shown in the past like month. And then he has offensive ability like no other. Super bouncy, super athletic. He's got a great looking jumper. Sometimes it just doesn't fall, but I mean, I can see him being one of the best two way guards in the NBA in the next two years, three years. Interessante. It is spicy. <laughs> yep. My hot take is 13 teams in the West will compete for the playoffs and play in next year until game 82. I know you're saying it won't be ever this competitive again. I think it will be. I think the teams that miss are getting better. The Jazz have actually a very bright future. The Blazers should be better with two incoming picks. And the, I think the Rockets will make a jump. So I'm probably going to say like the Spurs. And then we'll just leave one team because you never know. Like the Mavericks slip somehow. The Kings got up there. But it's just yeah. a hot take for a reason. Uh, yep, I like that one. All right, trivia of the day. Start us off. Okay, so you've been talking to me about uh, Trey Murphy. Oh, oh like, God. <laughs> He's an insane three-point shooter, yeah. or shooter in general. So I went to look real quick for his draft class. I wanted to see if there's anyone higher in three-point percentage, and there's actually two players that are higher in three-point percentage. So what two players in Trey Murphy's class, 2021 draft, have a higher three-point percentage than him? Can I look at the draft? I'm going to say no for this. No? Because it would be easy for the first one. Bro, I don't even know the players in his draft. I'm not going to lie. It's Cade, Jalen, Scotty, Franz Wagner, Evan Mobley. I'm not going to say the player, but it's that class. Yeah, but I don't I don't remember any of like um Okay, think of young sharpshooters then. Young sharpshooters. Was Keegan Murray in that draft? No. Nah, he's a rookie. Yeah. Dude, I got no fucking clue. I'm going to be honest. I can't even like think where to guess. Okay, they're both in the East, Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference? Um, I'm not giving you hints because I always give you hints. <laughs> you got to get out the mud. Mama. So was this two years ago? Yeah. So two years ago. The Cade Cunningham class. I'll tell you, it's not Cade. Yeah, I know. Cap. <laughs> uh, was that Maxie's class? Tyrese? Yeah. No. Nah. Yeah. Was that a guess? Yeah, because I won't. All right, you get one more. All right. Um. <laughs> One's on the Celtics. One's on the Celtics. Yeah. Um, this is a tougher one, so I hope you out with that. Is it Grant Williams? Nope. Sam Hauser. Oh, yeah. I didn't know he was in that class, not gonna lie. Yeah, he was undrafted. The other one is Corey Kispert. Really? Yeah. What is he shooting? Um, I can look it up real quick. Yeah, I would have never guessed that because I don't remember any of the players in the drafts. 
Well, that was the reason he got drafted. It's just pure sharpshooter. Hopefully, he was fifty forty ninety at Gonzaga. Yeah, so hopefully he improves on like he's shooting forty two percent. Damn, dude, he's got such a line drive jumper. I don't get how it goes in. Yeah. All right, my trivia question of the day. Since you have the Blazers coming up and possibly getting the first overall pick. Doubt it. They never get lucky. There have been six NBA teams that have never had the first overall pick. Who are those teams? Hmm. Can I look at the teams? Or is that cheating? No, yeah, you can. Okay. So, not the Pelicans because they got lucky. <laughs> Let's go through this. Not Spurs, not Rockets. Um, not Minnesota. Not Sixers. Not Sacramento. Warriors? The Warriors are not one of the teams. Mavericks? Nope. Not Pistons, not Hornets, not Magic. Pacers? Yep, that's one of them. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't think that. Washington? Nope. Did they pick one? Let's go with Miami. Yep. So that's two. Pacers, Heat. Say the Nuggets. Yep, that's three. The Suns. Nope. Clippers. Nope. Two more guesses. Jazz. Yep. You need two more. Warriors. They're both in the Western. Wait, Conference. I already said yeah, Warriors. Yeah, you already said Warriors. Both in the Western Conference. The not the Timberwolves, not Rockets, not Spurs. I got Jazz, right? Yeah. Clippers, that's uh, Memphis? Yep. Need one more. Blazers? Nope. One more guess for the win. Come on. Hit the buzzer beater. Um, I feel like I've said every team in the West. I swear if it's Rockets or Spurs. Let me think. <laughs> Come on. You got Rockets. this. Hit the buzzer beater. I'm going to go Spurs. Nope. Damn. Is it, it, the, it was the Thunder. What? Yeah. That was very surprising. Oh, they had two with Kevin Durant. Yeah. I thought it was one. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was Greg Oden. Dang it. That's what I was thinking in my head. I was trying to think of all the first picks. Yeah, you got five, though. That was pretty good. All right. Uh, do you got anything else? Make sure you... Turn five star on for this podcast. We got them on Apple now and Spotify. Make sure you follow our socials at Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We're posting daily. That being said, we are out. Peace.